0: This is Tereo Media. So you want to be
1: a real estate investor, but you don't want to do the work. If there were only a way where someone else could do it for you, now there is. Tune in here each and every Saturday on the Epic Real Estate Investing Show for Turnkey Saturdays with your host, Mercedes Torres. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the turnkey portion of Epic Real Estate Investing. My name is Mercedes Torres and I am lucky enough to be partners with uh, Mr. Matt Terrio, my partner in crime. That's the gentleman who created the entire Epic Real Estate Empire. So as you know, our podcast is now on a daily release and on Saturdays, Matt and I have really decided to focus on turnkey real estate investing, mainly because we noticed there's been a huge demand in the changing market. So this show specifically on Saturdays is really focused on a small niche in real estate, small but growing in popularity, really fast. And I think it's growing because it's an idea solution for a large portion of our population. So on today's show, I interviewed one of our clients by the name of Rick. Rick has become, like many of our other clients, just a really good buddy of, of Epic. Um, you know, his story is unique because he's been married for 30 years to his high school sweetheart, Kathy. Now, I was lucky enough to meet Kathy at one of our epic events. She came out to a property tour. And I love that Rick and Kathy, after 30 years, are still crazy in love. Um, And and I share this story with you because at the age of 17, when they were still in high school, both Kathy and uh, Rick got pregnant. And in his senior year of high school, he had no choice but to grow up really quick. So they had a kid in high school, but Rick has always had that entrepreneurial bug. Um, So Rick has literally gone from being a clown at kids' birthday parties to now being the owner of a successful franchise. And while he understands the importance of real estate investing he is very clear that he has no time to do it himself. So that's how he found Cashflow Savvy, where we have done all the work for him. So without further ado, here is Rick and Kathy's story. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our show, our awesome client and has become a good friend of ours, Mr. Rick Morton. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing, our turnkey portion of our Podcast, Welcome, sir.
0: Well, thank you. I'm grateful to be here and have this opportunity to talk with you.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to cut right to the chase, Rick. And I want you to tell me all about Rick and all about who you are and why real estate investing. So let's start with who you are.
0: All right. Well, my name is Rick. And um, my wife, Kathy, and I, we've actually, it'll be 30 years of marriage as of this December. Uh, We're high school sweethearts. Um, and, um, we actually had a baby our senior year. So uh did not take the traditional route of a formal education, which probably worked best for a guy like me, because I think formal education just never been a big deal to me, uh, but super into self learning and, and going out there. Um, I had a, in high school, I've always been an entrepreneurial spirit in the ninth grade. I became a professional clown, started making a hundred bucks an hour, going to birthday parties and, you know, helping 40 kids have a great time. It was a teacher who got me introduced to that. And I was a 1099 contract employee. So that was like the first time I realized, wow, I can make more than my friends working at McDonald's. Um, so i love uh, flipping cars. My buddy and I used to fix cars in auto shop and sell them for a profit. So I think I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, So when we got our family started in our early twenties, it was living in San Diego and very expensive. And I definitely, I came from a modest family and my wife came from a moderate family as well. We wanted to have a nice house and nice cars. And so um, here we was raising three kids by the time we were 23 And uh, living in San Diego, which is definitely not cheap. Um, I got myself into exciting trouble by, you know, making a ton of money, but also spending a ton of money. So um, I got into my first career was at the age of 19. I got into selling furniture and supplies and I found out I was very good at sales because I love people, but I wasn't so great at uh, taking that money and making it work for me. So... um, You know, have had my ups and downs and then the dot-com boom really hit me hard late, uh, early 2000s, late 1990s, um, had a lot of money lost out of my 401k and so I really had that heartache of going through a loss with, you know, traditional 401ks and so I just kind of got burnt and um, we found ourselves in 2000 at a point where we wanted to do something different so we basically took the whole family. We moved up here to Washington State to be closer to my family and I found um, an opportunity to purchase a franchise uh, for Jostens. And that's the company who does caps and gowns and class rings. And, um, you know, it's, it was awesome because it was independent. I didn't have a boss. And I love the idea of serving schools and working. And, uh, but it's, it literally took almost 10 years to start to see a profit from that uh, through building that process. So um, this was a slow go, slow building of a business. But, um, so here we are today, you know, age 48, and my kids are all grown up. I'm a grandpa, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, uh, and we're just trying to really kind of set ourselves up for a future now. So I feel like I'm definitely behind in some regards, but I'm also excited about what's next and going forward.
1: Well, I don't know, being 23 years old, having three kids in Southern California, that's a big accomplishment there, sir. <laughs> so uh, now you're 48 years young, and you're a grandfather- I think you're doing just fine. I I love it. Thanks for sharing. So tell me, we went from, you know, keeping up with the Joneses in San Diego to now living in Washington with your own franchise that took 10 years to actually become profitable. How does real estate play into this
0: whole equation? well I, I think i 've always been fascinated with real estate. you know we purchased several homes, and we 've actually rented our homes instead of selling our homes. so I got to play a little bit. Uh, I think my wife and i we 've had four homes and three of those we rented, uh, but they didn 't cash flow well because in San Diego and in western washington the the, the numbers don 't make sense so I think we just barely kind of broke even on those properties. We took advantage of some of the inflation that 's how I was able to buy my business i I sold a house because we had some great uh, appreciation on a house. and We pulled that out to buy the business. But um, after reading Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad back in 2002, like a lot of people, I think I was just like, I need to get money working for me and stop trading my time for money. So I've thought about that a lot of years. But I'm also not the guy who knows how to fix houses. I don't feel like I'm designed to go find, you know, fix and flips or properties and rehab and rent them. So when I found out about the idea that there's real estate that is out there that's already found, rehabbed, and then tenanted, and then sold to guys who want to just buy it and take advantage of the cash flow, I got super pumped. And it was you guys that introduced me to that idea several years ago. So, um, yeah, it was just, you made it a reality for me when I found uh, Matt's podcast about turnkey real estate.
1: Okay. So, is that how you found us? Yeah. Got it. So you found the podcast, started listening, and the rest is history. How did you contact us?
0: So I was listening to probably 60 or 70 of his podcasts, and just getting sort of myself convinced that this was a good move. Yeah, so I just had to figure out my investor identity, which essentially is, you know, me saying, what kind of investor in real estate am I? And I determined that I was a buy and hold cash flow investor that wanted to be as passive as possible. And so that meant that I needed to find somebody to do all the heavy lifting, as Matt says. And that's what resonated with me when I was listening to all his podcasts. He just made it real simple and how he explained it and very tangible and very real. And now here we are. You know, we're we're just barely into our journey, but it's it's so nice because it's somebody I have somebody on my team now, which is you guys who are helping me along this journey. Awesome. Awesome. Okay,
1: so tell me what that was like. So you contacted our office. Who did you talk to? What was that all about?
0: So my first phone call was this lovely lady named Mercedes.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. I, I, I couldn't
0: believe I was talking to her. First of all, I was like, is this the real celebrity Mercedes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no celebrity in my game, sir. Just a real estate investor.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: But I, uh, I, I do but remember I, our first conversation, and, and you kind of were a little happy. But then I just learned that that's who you are. That's your personality. But I do remember our conversation. So um, tell me, what, what was that like for you?
0: Well, I just was taken back by how much you were interested in what I wanted. And you really were uh, just finding out where I was and what my goals were, and you really took the time to listen, and that was great because I, I wasn't sure how I was going to get there, but I kind of had this idea of what I wanted. I, I know that I had this sort of ten-year goal, and and I had a, I had this idea. I made a spreadsheet based on information I got from the podcast and i downloaded your report so i used that as my model on how to put that together and uh, when i called you i thought i knew exactly how it was going to get there but you sort of were like that's cute rick we got a different plan you're gonna love it (laughs) but it immediately you know built my trust by just very interested in what i wanted out of this venture and so from there um I just sort of became convinced that this was going to be a good move for me. And then I started figuring out how can I purchase my first one? And yeah. I do
1: remember, Rick, when you and I um, spoke for the first time. Um, and luckily, I get to speak with so many of the people that call our offices. And I mean, our podcast listeners are awesome. They have like the most amazing mindset. Most of them get it. And so when you and I spoke, one thing that I really appreciated is that you were completely candid about where you were in your life, um, that you 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 admitted I was keeping up with the Joneses, I lost it all, I'm rebuilding, it wasn't pretty. And so after a couple conversations that I had with you, and I mean short conversations, like 10 minute conversations, you knew exactly what you wanted, you didn't know how to get there, but you had a goal in mind, you had a number in mind. And Rick, I can't tell you how important that is Matt stresses that all the time. I mean, you have to know what you want. You have to know what's important to you. And the fact that you knew that you wanted something passive, although sometimes it's not so passive, but you know you didn't want to be the guy hunting down the deal and fixing it, that spoke volumes. And that's why you were able to move relatively quickly on this whole um, on this whole ordeal. So that's tell me, how many properties have you acquired with Cashflow Savvy?
0: Uh, so far, just two. Uh, the first one was very quickly after that phone call, and you, uh, I actually found it on the deal of the week because I wasn't quite ready to commit to the queue yet, which I am now. But um, you know, it was a property of the week on your email, and it was in Indianapolis, and I was blown away because it was a three bedroom, one bath home, and it was like forty eight thousand. It was like super cheap. I was like I could pay cash for that.
1: <laughs>
0: so um, yeah, I took some funds from some little bit of money we made from our business that year, and just pull the trigger. I mean, it literally happened like that. You guys are, you made the whole process so easy. And, um, immediately, well, it took like a month or two, I think to get a person in there because I bought it in the winter. So it was a little challenging, I think initially to get, you know, a a renter in. Um, and I think I even called you about that. I think you sent me like 800 bucks or something you were so sweet <laughs> like well you know and it was just awesome how work how much you work with us um so yeah that, that's been an incredible t- thing and 550 bucks a month after all operating expenses management fees taxes insurances 550 bucks a month lands into my pocket every month from that property and i only paid forty eight thousand for it so i just was like wow if i could do this more I did not need any income from any other source, so it was it was an eye opening experience awesome
1: so let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. so you know you said this was a deal of the week because you were not ready to commit in the queue to the queue um, a couple things number one is we do have a deal of the week that's offered that's a property that is an amazing deal, and it's blasted out. usually it's a cash deal. And Rick, I think you're living proof that the deals of the week are real and that they actually do work. So that's number one. And then you said, uh, I wasn't ready to commit to the queue. So um, tell us, in your words, what the queue is, because I think your second property um, you acquired uh, through the queue. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. So in my experience, uh, the queue is kind of a VIP status where uh, you pay, is, is it $2,500 or is it more than that now? It's $2,500 a month. Yes, yeah, $2,500 per uh, the
1: queue. Okay.
0: okay, so $2,500 in an escrow account allows you access to this VIP queue where you get access to see properties. Um, and you are the you get the first opportunity to purchase that property that gets sent to you. And so if it's one that doesn't meet your criteria, you just say no. And it goes to the next one. You get another email with another property. It shows you all the metrics and the numbers so you can see if it meets your goals. Uh, And then I think uh, the third one that popped up on my email, I said, that's the one we want. And the second one, actually, I should say, um, in the meantime, I had been talking to my brother-in-law from San Diego, who's also kind of interested in real estate. And he was a little nervous about doing it on his own. I said, well, why don't we just go ahead and have these on this house? So the second one actually um, brought in my brother-in-law as a co-investor and we paid cash. It was uh, again, it was, this one was in Birmingham, Alabama. It was a three bedroom, one bath home. I think we paid 54,000 for it and um, we each get about 350 bucks a month in cash flow after all expenses. So again, another great example of, just how easy this process is and we've got a great relationship with REI management there in Birmingham. And again, another amazing team that you've introduced us to. Um, so it's just, it's just awesome. I think you've just made the whole process easy for a guy like me who wants it just done. I love, I love the idea of, I'm getting somebody who knows how to do it better and letting them do it for me. <laughs>
1: you know, some would argue that is a smart way to do things. Um, you know, if there's something I do brag about, Rick, is our teams on the ground. We spend a lot of time at uh, vetting our teams at making sure they understand our model. Because we operate in volume, they cater to our investors. They cater to us. We don't own property management, but we definitely represent a large portion of their business. So you do get catered to, and I'm so glad that you have felt that uh, because not everything has been roses for you. So I want you to share a little bit about um, some of the headaches that you've had. But I also, you tapped on... um, about the first property that we had uh, a guaranteed rent program. When we uh, originally started our turnkey, we had a guaranteed rent program uh, that really basically said, if we don't rent your property, um, we pay your rent until we do. That still stands for our cash properties that mostly are the deals of the week. Um, So I'm so glad you were able to benefit from that because I had totally forgotten about that, Ray. Thank you for that. (laughs) No, you're welcome. So now uh, let's dive into um, some of the learning curves and a little bit of the headaches because you know I say it all the time real estate investing you know it's a simple process but it's not always easy and I know that you have experienced uh, amazing wins massive cash flow and there have been a little bit of uh, bumps along the road in fact uh, I would argue a little bit of a painful um, bump on the road so. Tell me a little bit about that, because I know it happened about a year ago.
0: Yeah, actually, it was the beginning of this year, but so fairly recently. Um, So the first property we purchased and. Uh, Indiana, in Indianapolis was um, doing really well for the first couple of years, like literally without a hiccup. It was almost like I was getting spoiled getting this money deposited in my account every month. And then earlier this year, all of a sudden, there was one month that was missed. So I reached out to the property manager and they were working diligently to resolve it. Unfortunately, the tenant basically went a couple months without pains. So they evicted him. Uh, when we finally took uh, the house and got a hold of it, it needed a lot of repairs. Um, in fact, it was ended up being a total of $8,000 in repairs. And um, looking at the pictures, if I were to do it on my own, it probably would have cost more than $20,000. Uh, but fortunately, again, kudos to your team, uh, True Property there in, in Indianapolis. Uh, Jason Warner is amazing. He just literally walked me through the process, showed me pictures of everything, what was happening, kept me in the loop. It took a couple months to get it rehabbed back to rent. Status And within, again, just a very short period of time, he had a qualified renter in there. Um, So it was definitely painful. It certainly took about a year's worth of my cash flow away. But, uh, you know, owning it in cash, we didn't have a mortgage, so there was no stress. Uh, The other part that relieved any stress was just having the team and someone to talk through through all the details, who knows the market, who knows situations. So never once did I panic because I had a guy who was on my team walking me through the process, preparing me for what to expect. Um, so it was a definitely a tough blow to the cash flow, but now it's cash flowing again. And now I have pretty much a brand new renovated property, even better than before. So um, yeah, it was definitely disappointing. But at the end of the day, it didn't dissuade me from being committed to this process Because I know it's gonna go, it's gonna work as I expand and as I grow my portfolio with your guys' help, of course.
1: Yeah. So now learning that information, I did all the math and you're still in the massive green. (laughs) You're still positive because, in addition to the fact that you did lose about seven months of cash flow, that's not counting the appreciation that you gained. It's not even counting the tax write-off and the repairs that you did to the property are now tax deductible. So uh, it may be a little bit less, but I'd have to say that was a painful experience I think more for your wife than for you, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's definitely more of the conservative money person. And so she's, you know, have you called them lately? Have you called them? And I just to keep reassuring, I even had her on one of the phone calls with me. So she got to hear from, you know, the conversation I was having and that, you know, her thing's going to be good. Um, yeah, speaking of appreciation. So listen to this, you know, that show that's in Indianapolis called, um, Oh gosh, what's the name of it? It's like Two Girls and a Hammer. It's one of those h 2 shows. I don't know what's happened, but in the first couple years, my appreciation was like a couple thousand. Well, this last, I think the last time I checked, that property has gone up to 67,000 in in value. Yay! I only paid 48. So, I mean, that's just unbelievable. So, who knows? I mean, I know that that's that's not why I bought it. I bought it because every month it's giving me cash. It's just a nice perk to know that that property is worth a little bit more than I paid for it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and now's the time to even consider. Hey, I wonder if we should throw a mortgage on it so I can take out the equity and work that equity.
0: Absolutely, that's a conversation
1: we should have, Mr. Rick.
0: <laughs> were right about that, and I, I was going to ask you about.
1: That. Oh, that's <laughs> great. We, we should even do a podcast about that. Um, <laughs> let me ask you, Rick, about you know you said something that you know we all hate the e word, but it does happen occasionally. You actually had an eviction. Tell me what that was like for you being that you're in Washington and the eviction was happening and done for you in Indianapolis. Share with that.
0: So again, having Jason Warner over True properties, you're when we plug into your team who have you, you've already worked and vetted, Like you said, they are working really hard to make not only you happy, but all your clients, AKA Rick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what he did was he just said, here's what to expect. Here's what's happening. So I just got constant communication sharing me the process. So it was almost like I just had a coach the whole time by my side saying, yeah, this is this happens once in a while. It's not it's not common. But here's what we do. And here's what we've done in the past. So for me, you know, if I had to accomplish that on my own, I would have been miserable. But again, when you have somebody that's been through it, that has the experience, it just gives you a sense of peace through that process. So even though it wasn't good, I never once was was fearful about anything traumatic happening because again I had I had your team there by my side um, yeah. and that really was was a big deal.
1: And Rick, how many times have you had to fly out to Indianapolis to appear in court for the eviction or to just view your property? How many times have you gone out there? I haven't. <laughs> oh well, there you go. <laughs>
0: I've never seen the property. I've never met uh anybody in person out there. Um yeah, I think in today's world of technology, I you know, I have some of my friends that kind of really get baffled by that. And um but and I don't I don't even bother trying to explain it to them, but you know, because if they were interested they would listen better, but you know, it's yeah, I I have never gone out there. Yeah.
1: So I own 38 properties in Cleveland. I've probably seen five of them. So <laughs> wow. I feel you. And that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But the idea is it it's very common. Less than 1% of my investors actually go and, and view the properties and meet the team. But uh, that's interesting. Awesome. Okay, so we got over the eviction. Both properties are now fully rehabbed. They're performing beautifully. We get our check every month. Yeah. It's what it's supposed to be. Is that correct?
0: That's exactly right. It's sweet. Almost too easy.
1: I know. I hear that all the time. It's too easy. It's too good to be true. That should be a model on my desk. Too good to be true. That's right. Um, you know, I uh, in talking, I did some really quick uh, research. Last year, we sold 59 properties in Indianapolis, and we had two evictions. One was yours, <laughs> and one was due to a death in the family. So, People can just do the numbers and it doesn't happen very often. So when property management was sharing that with you, that's true. Two evictions in the whole year. Not too shabby, I'd have to say. Um, so Rick, tell me, what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned from this whole process, good and bad?
0: Well, I, I think when I go back to think about you know these things I've gone through, um, I think I've just realized the importance of the relationships, uh, one that, that we have with your team and at Cashflow Savvy, and also just the teams you've introduced us to. So for me, you said it in the very beginning. I think Matt even had a whole episode on how to manage your property manager. Calling your property manager when things are good, when things are okay, and just building that relationship with them. So that was proven itself to be very valuable to me in this process that I just recently went through because it wasn't the first time I had called just because we had an eviction. Um, They knew me. They knew about you know what I'm all about, what my goals were. So you, again, you're just leveraging that relationship we've already built with you uh, and being open to that and trusting that process. But again, for me, it was making the time to stay in contact with them, to encourage them to say, hey, thanks so much for managing my property so well. I appreciate the fact that you took care of that little plumbing issue without even calling me. It was 60 bucks, no big deal. Uh, just being in touch with your property managers for uh, for other than the problems, it goes in line with Matt, what Matt talked about as far as really building that relationship with your teams on the ground so they know what you're about, what your goals are.
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. And Rick, I will say that uh, all of our teams know your name. <laughs> and that's a really good thing because like you said, you just call to say, hey, I'm still here. Thanks for sending me the rent on time. That goes a long way because, um, you know, most of my investors do that, but a lot of them are busy professionals. You don't have to do that, but it certainly serves you to your benefit if the team on the ground knows your name. Now, I indirectly get uh, information on your property, even if I'm not the owner. I kind of know what's going on. So when there's an issue, trust me, somebody will reach out. I had a call the other day from one of our investors, and he said, Mercedes, I never hear from my property manager. And I said, oh my goodness, are are you getting your rents? Yeah, I get my rents every month. And I said, well, then why do you want to hear from your property manager? You might want to call in to see if everything's okay. But if you're getting your rents, that's why you're not hearing from them. So right now you have two properties under your belt. I know that um, you're considering the third. I know that you introduced us to your brother-in-law, which, by the way, Jesse... We're going to be working together soon. (laughs) That's right. right. Um, Yeah. What would you do different from this point on, if
0: anything? Well, you know, as far as the process of buying homes, I just want to buy more. And so I think what I'm going to do is... Start going forward by leveraging more so I can buy more. And one of the things you talk about constantly is the more real estate you control, the bigger advantage you're going to have when it comes to things like, you know, the appreciation and, uh, you know, the uh, benefits from leveraging, you know, your your 5% growth on your home. That happens in one year. Uh, if you have paid cash, it's just a one for one uh, ratio, but if you have leveraged it, your your percentage of uh, growth is so much more. So, I think we're going to go forward by leveraging more and looking at ways to you know buying hopefully three to four year, taking that cash we would have paid all cash and just basically dividing it up and buying as many as we can. So. Um, You know, going forward, that's my hope and goal. And, and, you know, in the past, part of the reason, to be perfectly frank, um, our credit, you know, had definitely been challenged uh, with a ton of debt we took on for getting our kids through college. We just paid that off literally last year, Um, you know, with some of the business troubles we've had. I've had all kinds of business stuff that's challenged me. So, um, you know, our credit just wasn't that great. So we um, we're getting to the point now where it's getting better. And so I think I'll be able to qualify for, you know, the low interest loans. And um, so just seeing, I think the biggest thing is just leveraging more, acquiring hopefully more every year so we can get to our goal faster.
1: Oh, Rick, I'm standing here like nodding my head because I feel like a proud mama. I remember <laughs> the first time we spoke and you were so far from just the conversation that we're having right now that you're sharing with our listeners. It you come... So far, and just the fact that, you know, you had challenges with your credit. So does 90% of America, you know, and they get out of it. And you're just proof that there's a way to do things. You went on your second deal and grabbed a partner. Your first deal, you started a little bit at the lower price point. I mean, there's so many ways to do things. And now with conventional lending that's so readily available that you're finally able to qualify for With that same 50 grand, rather than buying one property, now you can buy two. So ah, it's music to my ears. I'm so happy. I'm a proud mama right now.
0: Well, you should be.
1: (laughs) Even if I might be a little bit younger than you, I'm still a proud mama. I love it. Awesome. So, Rick, um, you know, you've just given us just a lot of, of insight, and you just shared so openly. And I want to say this, Rick, because when I reached out to you and I asked you if you would come on our show and share your experience, you said, I don't feel I'm experienced enough. And I'm willing to bet that you are touching so many people right now with what you're sharing because I'm willing to bet there's someone listening that tried to keep up with the Joneses, that lost it all, that didn't have the greatest credit and didn't qualify for lending. There are people out there, Rick, that needed to hear your story. So I thank you so much for sharing. It means so much.
0: You're very welcome. It's been my honor to be with you today.
1: Awesome. So my last question to you, I mean, you've just shared so much with us, but what would be the one bit of advice that you would give that new investor that's toying with the idea of jumping into a turnkey property? What would you say to them?
0: Oh, boy. I would seriously take a look at what is it you want for the next five to 10 years of your life? Like, what do you really want your days to look like? You know, if you're unhappy with your job, if you're not happy with your circumstances financially, the biggest thing is is get the education that opens your mind to that there's possibilities out there that you might not even knew about before. And I think when I realized that there was a, this turnkey operation that, that had this amazing team and these great friends that I would make, they just nice things I never thought would be possible. So for me, it was clarity of just defining what is it that I want. You know, for me, I'm 48. I would love it if I did not have to trade my time for money anymore in like five to seven years. In fact, I took a big hit and I um I hired my youngest son this year to take over my business. And so I'm training my youngest son. I know it's I get excited and I get teary eyed because it's gonna be a generational transfer. Um, but I want to accelerate my goal to not have to need this franchise money anymore. So I got some work to do and I'm excited about it. Um, But I I have a very clear vision of what our days are going to look like. I don't want to just get there and go look at Kathy across the room and say, well, what do we do with this time? Um, You know, I'm excited about my time that I'm going to be able to help I have this vision and this goal to help high schools create environments where every kid has the best chance for success. And I mean every kid. I meant I mean that middle-tier kid, that goth kid. I go into high schools right now, and I my heart breaks from some of the things I see. And then I go into other high schools, and I'm inspired. And I want to help those schools that are inspiring kids sharing the ideas of schools that need that help. So I want to spend my time doing That work because I just become passionate about helping students find their way. And if I didn't need to trade my time, money for my business, I could spend more time doing that. So define what you want and and get educated, listen to these great podcasts and, and take the first step, be bold and make the call. I was nervous when I first called you, but you totally just made me feel comfortable. And that was a huge help for me as well. You're so inspiring. I'm honored. I'm
1: humbled. I thank you, sir. Oh, awesome Woo. see you touched somebody
0: <laughs> well I'm grateful I'm grateful living in gratitude right now living in gratitude
1: I get it yeah. so
0: good.
1: okay woof. <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much Rick for sharing you've made me tear up big time it's so inspiring when I hear people's why and when I hear people just go out and do it because I speak to people all the time that are paralyzed with fear and all they do is talk to them and listen, but it's you. It's the people that really define what they want that make a difference. And so this is why Rick, I wanted you on our podcast. So thank you so much. So for our audience, thank you so much for tuning in. I know Rick's story truly inspired you because it inspired me (laughs) So whenever you're ready, I'm here to help you. Just go to CashflowSavvy.com. That's Zappy with two Bs. Download the Frustrated Investor's Guide to Passive Income and reach out to me. I will be happy to speak with you and see how I can help you get out of the rat race. This is Mercedes Torres from Cashflow Savvy brought to you by Epic Real Estate and Media. See you next week. And Rick, thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Does your money work for you as hard as you do for it? If not, no worries. You do not have a money problem. You merely have an idea problem. We're CashflowSavvy.com and we'd like to share a new idea with you around income real estate that can transform your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to CashflowSavvy.com and download a free investor's package. CashflowSavvy.com. You do not have a money problem, merely an idea problem cashflowsavvy.com. More ideas, less worries. cashflowsavvy.com.